Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Come Up. I'm your host, Nell, with your co-host, Lachelle. And today, we're going to talk about, we're, we're going to talk about how to spend our energy on a day-to-day basis, right, throughout our lives. And on this podcast in the past, we've talked about how we spend our time, how we spend our, we've talked about how we spend our money. We've talked about spending money with Black-owned businesses, which is very, very important. That's a big part of what we talk about. But, you know, recently we've talked about spending our time protesting, demonstrating, and the importance of that. We've talked about how we spend our time after the protests are over. But today, I want to talk about how we spend our time and spend our attention and spend our energy on a day-to-day basis throughout our lives to be successful. So let's get started. Now... So, I want to spend some time discussing uh, what we spend our energy on on a day-to-day basis, right? Just yesterday, I was talking to a cousin whose son, 17, going on 18, headed to the University of Michigan, which is a major accomplishment, and uh, he needs to do a couple things in order to enroll, right? A couple small things, but he hadn't done it, and that should be a top priority, you'd think. But he's been so busy on the internet, you know, following politics, all the different things that are going on. He's been distracted. And that led me to a discussion, his dad and I to a discussion of how so many kids fail to put 100% of their attention on their goals and how rare that is. They got so many things kind of vying for their attention. So in many cases, you know, it's social media, it's uh, video games, it's texting their friends, their, their, their energy is so split between you know, all of those things, browsing the internet, they, it's, they rarely give their goals 100% of their attention. And so I wanted to talk about effective ways, just how you can get your kids and yourselves, how we can ourselves really focus our attention, 100% of our attention on our goals. So this brings us back to that topic we had a couple months ago, effective ways to motivate your child. Yeah. You know, we can, we're trying to find effective ways that can motivate our kids. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's rare that, it's it's rare to see kids spend 100% of their, put 100% of their attention and their energy on achieving their goals. Well, right. a good a good way to motivate our kids is you know mentoring. So, um, you know, you're talking about to keep them off the social media and keeping them away from just texting, right? Well, what 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 I want to do is help kids to push it all aside, drown out the noise, right? Just like I said, focus a hundred percent of their attention on achieving their goals. Because kids are so, I mean, you see kids nowadays, they got their earplugs in, they're listening to music, they're on the internet, they're doing three or four different things at a time, and and yet they're trying to, you know, be successful academically. So I know mentor, I know mentoring helps kids to focus on career goals, and it can also be fun, because you might find someone that can be a good mentor that can make it fun at the same time, they can help you set career goals. So, like your net, your cousin that was interested in 
politics or social media and he's trying to follow what's going on, mm -hmm. you know, um, he can probably get a mentor to help him understand what's going on. Well, that I think I think the mentoring the piece. I think the mentoring piece never hurts. I think that's a that's a very very effective way of helping kids to develop, uh, you know, and, and stay focused, stay on the right track. But one of the things that I I, I wanted to mention, there are a couple of things that I wanted to mention. One of the things that I wanted to start off with okay. was, you know, we need to teach our kids how to. First of all, they need to get quiet, right? And kids need to, they don't necessarily have to meditate. Meditating would be a great start. That'd be great. But even if they're not meditating, they just, you need to get your kids in the habit of sitting down quietly for about 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes, ideally 30 minutes at the beginning of their day. When they wake up, get ready for school or get ready for their day, sit quietly, think about what they're gonna do for the day, think about their goals, Think about how they're going to accomplish their goals, why their goal, and then why their goals are important to them, before they set out to doing whatever activities they're going to do. That way, they're very intentional uh, and conscious about doing what what it is they do throughout the day. So that takes us back to our mindfulness and meditation coaching. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we need to coach our kids on being. You know, the mindfulness part is just being mindful of what you're doing. Exactly. You know? and, and I think your sister talked a lot yes, about that. And she did yes. a great job of talking. We're going to have to get her back on to talk about that, too. Yes. Because that, 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 that's exactly what kids need. You know, because kid, you see so many kids that wake up and they're kind of aimless. And one of the first things that they do is jump on their phone and start browsing Facebook or Twitter and just spending the first 30 minutes to an hour of their day aimlessly browsing the internet and social media. Yes, that's true. And I think... Um, and so they're we... giving... But, but the point I'm trying to make is they're giving away... So that's an hour of your time that you're never going to get back. An hour of your energy that you're never going to get back. It's an hour of your day that you're just, just lost. And you go, you, if you ask them, what did you do for this last, what did you do for this the past hour? It's nothing. Their response is always going to be nothing. So I think we as parents can help our kids to get to that stage. Um, the first thing that I would say, we would need to teach our kids how to prepare for you know that little meditation portion yeah and it and you got to start them off small so you say less than 30 minutes well I, I would say you know I I think if you, you yeah I, I said 30 minutes but you could work up to 30 minutes yeah I would probably start them off with 15 because you know some kids cannot sit or they're you know yes. they're just F so 15, at least you know fidgety. 15 to 30 minutes quietly without your phone without your tablet without your laptop no computers no cell phones you know no 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 uh video games nothing just getting in tune and getting connected with yourself and with your thoughts and with what's important to you and you know as an adult we also needs to do that because I do that in the morning before mm -hmm. I leave mm -hmm. for work. I spend like 30 minutes just, 
I call it my devotion time, but I'm just really sitting there. And I do read my devotion, mm -hmm. but I sit there and kind of meditate on it and what it means for the day and just just quietness, mm -hmm. you know. And I, um, I normally spend about, I, I normally try to do 15, but sometimes it's over mm -hmm. and I lose track of time. But also when I come home from work, mm -hmm. I spend like an hour just turning my phone off and just just sitting there just you know trying to they say get your mental stage back on track so mm -hmm. you know and we all need to do that adult kids but we well, need but to and, teach and our we kids shouldn't from be their casual little. about that's not a casual thing i i don't think that uh kids can be very intentional about their success it's hard to be it's, it's hard to really uh maximize your time and be effective when you're not conscious of how you are spending your time right it's hard to be effective when you're not conscious about how you spend your time and a lot of a lot of us waste so much of our time on social media and we're not even conscious of it because it's such an easy thing to do you're just browsing and browsing and browsing and these are the, you talk to the, you talk to these kids about why they haven't accomplished whatever whatever it is they said was important for them to accomplish, whatever their goals are. And what's the first thing they're gonna tell you? Well, you know, I, things came up, I just didn't have time or whatever. It's just because they don't, they're not aware of how they're spending their time. So now this is where, I mean, my thought is that mentoring can help young kids. I mean, it can help them build their self-esteem um, self-esteem I'm sorry and lead them to a better performance at school mm -hmm. so and it also can help them focus well see the I thing mean, the thing I, I agree I, I I've been a mentor I'm a big fan of being of, of mentoring and I learned a lot from my mentor right and I think my mentees have learned from me however what I'm saying is when you are able to sit quietly for 30 minutes there's certain things that happen to you externally and there's certain things that important things that should happen internally and I think in order to be successful long term you have to be in tune with yourself yes and so internally certain things have to happen and I think Kristen and, brought that yeah, out when she talked you, about you, the you, mindfulness you, you, yeah and you meditation. have to you have to first of all get to know yourself you know we talked about Knowing yourself, a lot of philosophers yeah. talk about knowing yourself, uh, you know, how important it is to know yourself. But you will never know yourself until you sit quietly with yourself on a regular basis. And that is so true because being on, jumping on the computer or even on your phone, right. you're not spending time getting to know you. You're getting to know other people because you're right. on their social media. Reaching out. So, you're looking for externals. So the important thing that we're trying to say right now is for young people just to take at least 15 to 30 minutes to focus on their themselves. See, you know? and, and what this does too is whenever you see people being successful at something, you are also showing me a person who can direct their attention and keep their attention on, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish for an extended period of time, right? These are people who are, have trained, they don't, may not even know it, but they have trained themselves 
to stay focused on a task for an extended period of time. And so that is, you know, that's, that's a training. And a lot of our kids, let's just face it, I mean, it's like we live in an ADD culture. The black culture can be kind of like an ADD culture where everybody's moving fast and doing things and it's as if we're going nowhere in some instances. So right? I, and so, you know, we gotta sometimes you have to just slow down, focus on one thing at a time. And again, it goes against everything that is happening in our culture, but you have to just slow down, focus in, stay focused in on one thing until you accomplish your goal in that one area, and then move on to something else. And that's how accomplishments are done. And um, I understand what you're saying now, but I think we need to bring like a mentor program in for these young people so that they can understand. Because a lot of time, young people don't listen to their parents at home. Right. And they're, they'll listen more to someone outside. So if we can have someone that can help them develop emotional bond, like a mentor that can develop an emotional bond with their mentees and have a great experience that they can demonstrate some support and guidance and opportunity mm -hmm. that will help this youth to be successful in See, his my, life. My only pushback with the mentoring, and I love, I, I said, I've been a mentor, participated with the Big Brothers and Big Sisters program for a lot of years big fan of, of, of mentoring and that program in particular. However, I just remember there being this long waiting list, right, for kids who were looking for mentors. To the tune of, back when I was mentoring a lot, it was like three, there were like 300 kids on the waiting list to waiting to get a mentor for years. But you can and have so a- And so there just aren't enough men in particular uh, you know, available to mentor. But you can have a small program for the community, and um, what you do is match them up. You know, and I know that, that I know you're I, saying I that said, it's not I, a lot of men. I not only participated, female I was be. a part of helping to match them up. And I'm just saying, and, and I'm a big fan of it. But there there are some limitations in terms of mentoring. I understand but, that, but we don't always need men we have female we have girls that need men yeah we have girls that need mentoring as well so. yeah but so, i'm just yeah. saying what we in our culture we have a hard time maintaining our attention long term well that's something that i would like to work on is just yeah, helping we, we young just go people. from one thing to another and everybody's like <laughs> i said everybody's attention is just scattering just we're just putting our attention on all these different things that at the same time and we wonder why we're running fast and really going nowhere well I would like us you know to get our program you know something where we can help mm -hmm. like you know maybe invite Kristen yeah. back on you know she can talk more about you know how you can get your mindset together I think that's a good mindfulness thing. and meditating for young because she she shared with us in our podcast in April and she teaches the younger kids, like yeah. the fourth and fifth graders. Right. So, right. you know, so this is that. something that, you know, start developing at younger age and they'll mm -hmm. keep practicing that. So, yeah. So, well, another we thing, you know, that, so that was the first recommendation. The second recommendation is I would say, uh, you know, if we could teach 
especially our young people, not to, you know, start browsing the web and, and social media and playing video games until they have complete. So spend your day first completing your stated goal for the day and then reward yourself after you've completed your stated goal by then give, reward yourself with that free time. See that what I'm saying is the free time to browse the internet or, you know, go on Facebook or Twitter or play video games, that should be a reward. You gotta, you gotta, no, you have to, you have to see that as a reward that you get to experience after you've achieved your stated goal for the day. Um, right? you know, I'm not, I'm not talking I about can... adults who have, you know, you come home from work. I'm, I'm, but no, I'm talking I'm, about we're kids. talking about the kids, I'm talking though. About ki college kids, kids and yeah. kids who are working, maybe in graduate school or whatever, working toward the goal. You have to keep that goal in front of you. That needs to be priority. But just like, just using your cousin as an example, if your cousin is interested in politics, he could spend his time just reading up on something in the morning or 5, 10, 15 minutes of his time finding out something about politics, you know what I'm saying? Instead of spending his time to going to the other social media, he can focus his attention on that, and that will help him develop his skill and to really see if he really wanna be into politics, you know what I'm saying? So I think all kids, not just him, but all kids that has an interest in a field, they should spend some time reading on it and browsing, or even volunteering. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying, they shouldn't spend time browsing the internet, you know, in areas of their interest, right? Um, but I'm just saying, if there is a stated goal, right, you, you gotta take care of those priorities first before you start to just entertain yourself with politics. I mean, think about it. A lot of times when you're on the internet following politics, it's entertainment politics. I understand. You're not really following politics for uh, you know, in terms of uh, what somebody's political platform is, you're not really looking at it that way. Because most people who talk about politics, they're not, they're talking about the political drama of the day, what Donald Trump tweeted. They're not talking about anyone's political platform and why that platform is important. They're just talking about just the political theatrics of the day. So this is where my theory on mental... So it's entertainment yes. more than anything. We think it's we're being educated. We really know it's just entertainment. So this is where this is where I think that mentoring is important is to have young people that's interested in fields meet with someone that has the same interest or is in that field mm -hmm. and they can guide them. That will take away from them being more on the social media because now they have someone they can call or even communicate with on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And that person can help them develop their leadership skill and their you know, management quality. Well, I agree. Okay, so I think it's important for, if your parents is not looking for that mentor for you, well, see, but that, you that's, that's should go out of, and try to find someone. Right, and that's more of a professional, and that, it, it, practically speaking, is a lot easier to do than having like a full-time mentor, right? Because it, it is easier to do what you just mentioned, right? Sort of pair someone with a person who's already working as a, say, city council member or 
you know, you have them kind of shadow that person for a week or a couple of days or whatever, you know, and you kind of call that person a, you know, they're not a formal mentor, but you know, they're kind of, kind of giving them some background of how they got started in politics and kind of, you know, helping them along that way. Yes, that can be done. Mm -hmm. But the formal mentoring, full-time structured mentoring, that's a little more difficult. Yeah, and it does take a lot of time because people. It's a bigger commitment. You yeah, you have to have you have to be able to have that commitment level that you can give. Yeah, that's a big commitment. But that will help take them away from the computer and yes. the internet because yes. they can. You and, know, and that's that's the whole point. We got to get kids away from this aimlessly browsing on social media and the internet, playing video games all day. <laughs> Which leads me to the third thing that I wanted to say, and that is, you know, I would even recommend they, like, let's say kids, like I said, you want to wake up and meditate 15 to 30 minutes or sit quietly. You have your goal in mind. Here's what you're trying to achieve for the day. And at the end of, you know, when you end your day, are you in whatever activity it is that you're working towards in terms of that goal? If you don't complete it, you shouldn't reward yourself by, you know, going, going on, on the social internet, media, social right? Media. You shouldn't, <laughs> you should, this is how you begin to reward and punish yourself. But and then see, again, a lot of very disciplined people understand how this works because they do it to themselves. But see, these are some of the lessons that we you know, we don't, this is, again, this is one of the reasons why we don't have as many successes in our, in, in our community outside of this, so, this structural racism and discrimination. You have to be able to reward and punish yourself. I understand. And, and I, I know I'm going to sound like a repeating book, but either the parents going to have to take up that responsibility mm -hmm. Or again, and you're gonna is, have to find is, someone else. Good parenting comes in. You know, good parents know how to properly reward and punish their children. Yes. And this is how you do it. You take away, you give them access to some of the things that they want to do, social media, etc. When they've completed their goals, and you take it away when they haven't. And we cannot wait till these kids. Our kids get to be 16 and 17. No. We have to start is... when they're four and five. Right. Because you have to teach them then so they can build their skills on that. So, you know, it's like studying. You have to keep studying and studying over and over. Right. So in order see, to see. get a child to be focused where they can sit and meditate for 15, 30 minutes, we have to start them off young. Right, it's like muscles, your mind and your attention span is a muscle. We have to, you have to teach kids to use and, and, and work that muscle, that attention span muscle, over and over and over and over. Because when they go to work, right, let's say they're an engineer or whatever it is that they're doing, they're gonna be required, when they go to work, they can't just keep jumping on the internet and everything. They're going to be required to focus their attention for extended periods of time on the same thing until they can finish the assignment, right? So as you, you're you talking, I'm jumping from one thing as to you're, another. As you're oh, talking, see what's going on on Facebook when there's an assignment that needs to be done and there's every there's a there's a deadline. So as you're talking, I'm thinking about it. When parents normally put their kids in timeout. And 
the kids are always, well, supposed to be in timeout, but they're always moving around and fidgety. And parents just do not tell their kids, like, if I put you in timeout, meaning do not move, just sit there. That's a form of learning how to meditate because when you put a child in timeout, they're not supposed to be doing anything but focusing on the reason why they're in timeout. Mm -hmm. So if you That's put a point, I mean, so, you know, so, that, so what you're saying is people have even lost track of the reason that they're what they're supposed to be doing in timeout, the reason they're in timeout. Right. So, yeah. That, that, that's a good point. And then, you know, finally, one thing that I want uh, and, and I, try, I try to do with, with my kids is I try to get them to uh, keep track of the amount of time they've spent on their goals each day, mm -hmm. right? So it's almost like journaling. Journal your goals. So if you're supposed to work on your math, well, journal how long you worked on your math today. If you're practicing piano, journal how long you practice piano today. See, because, and then I, I would recommend a, a, a book. Uh, it's called The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And I think I, I, I was telling you that I gave, uh, I bought the book and gave it to, gave one copy to my uh, godson who's 16 now. And it talks, Malcolm Gladwell talks about how most people who've become experts at what they do, they've spent over 10,000 hours doing it. And so, you know, it, you can look at the different basketball players or athletes or, you know, Bill Gates or you, you name it. These are people who, and Bill Gates is actually in the book, and he talks about how even before Bill Gates was in college, he had spent over 10,000 hours programming computers okay. before he went to college. So I remember we talked, we had a we podcast about seven, um, seven must read. Yeah. And this you, wasn't you on the, about, this, I don't think I included, this is, a but fairly, there was another book that you had on there, yeah, the um, seven spiritual laws of that, success. Yeah. The seven and that was of, pretty, um, yeah, you read that book as, yeah. Yes. You, what'd you think about it? I think it's great. I mean, I think starting at age 14, you should pick that book up and mm -hmm. read it. I mean, you know, because then it will give you that opportunity for you to put these sevens, um, seven um, spiritual laws to use. Mm -hmm. And you could start from ninth grade up and build because at the end, it, you're going to be successful after reading this book. Yeah, I think it's very yeah. Those are good ingredients to success. Yeah, to success. Uh, the book that I just you know mentioned, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, "The Outliers." Uh, if you're interested in the ingredients of success uh, for yourself or your children, I would definitely recommend that book as well. But those are just you know some of the things that I would recommend. So you know, in summary, take we we got to take a step back, uh, get in tune, and get connected with ourselves. We got to. You know, begin to prioritize at least 15, you said 15, I would say 30 minutes a day, uh, spending time with ourselves, thinking about our goals, how we're going to achieve our, and how we're going to achieve our goals. And we have to focus 100% of our attention and our energy on our goals. And, you know, it's going to take that in order for us to be successful. So, yeah, because in order to be successful, you have to focus 
on what your accomplishment is going to be at the end. So. Yeah, you got to you got to yeah. do that. And I, I will say, one thing that I always tell my kids: don't don't be yourself. Be your best self. Yes. Right. It's you cannot be yourself because sometimes when you're being yourself, you're lazy. <laughs> you know. It's true. Sometimes when you're being yourself, you're you're mean spirited. Sometimes when you're being yourself, you're not. You're just not putting forward your your best self. You in order to be successful you got to be your best self and i know we're focusing on younger the younger generation but the same success that he's we're talking about can be used for us as an adult oh yeah these I mean, principles are you can have a young people old people yeah you can right. have adult can have mentors and yeah. you know because sometime you're at work and you might come up on a problem that you cannot solve and you might need to pick up the phone and call someone that knows the you know how to get the solution to that problem so that person can be your to-go person and also can be called your mentor person so right yeah so yeah i mean you know we gotta we, we we gotta push back and not just aimlessly go on social media and waste away 30 minutes an hour hour and a half two hours of our time that needs to be a reward uh, after we've accomplished uh, our, our, our stated goal for the day or you know month or whatever yeah you don't you can't just you, you, you can't just spend your time uh, on social media and think that you're gonna accomplish your goals you got to accomplish your goals then reward yourself with free time yes and social media is an addiction so so we all know that, that. So with that, uh, we are out, and thank you for tuning in to The Come Up.